one is all things, all life, all love. We all come together in the form of energy, though we may exist on different vibrations. Our sound is one, our unity is one, and our life is one. Keep shining.
Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Oh, okay, good, 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 good. I think I might have put it in the wrong hole. <laughs> put it in the wrong, um, I was in the wrong microphone. So, damn, I hate when that happens, y'all, because I don't know how much you heard and how much you didn't hear. Um, let's see. Hmm, okay, well, anyways, moving forward. So, let's go to Astara. So, yes, as I said in last year's call, today is known as the vernal equinox. It's also known as the first day of spring. It is also known as the um, spring equinox. And what that means is equality. It means that the day and the night are equal. And they are in balance and moving forward. The days will become longer and the nights will become shorter. Now, of course, you know, according to our clocks, everything will be the same. However, um, if you are outside, you will happen to notice that it will get darker later and later and later and later, all the way up until June 20th, June 21st, June 19th, that that area um, when we experience the summer solstice. And then you will notice that, again, um, the days will begin to get shorter. Excuse me, yeah, the days will begin to get shorter. The nights will begin to get longer. Um, and, and, and then we'll get to the fall equinox where they will be balanced. The days will equal back out. It will go back um, 12 and 12, 12 hours of light, 12 hours of darkness. And then from that point forward, darkness will begin to take over. That's a better way to explain it. So um, in the winter, the nights are longer than the day, so you usually get 14, 13, 14 hours of 
night, darkness, and well, it depends on where you're at actually on the map. But um, most of us who are not in Alaska um, <laughs> will get, you know, longer nights, shorter days up until today, the equinox, 12 and 12. Summer, you'll get about 13, 14 hours sunlight, less hours of night, and then it goes on and on and on and on. And it's been that way since uh, the beginning of what we know as time. And, uh, you know, back in the days when people were pagan before when religiosity, religiosity took over the globe, um, people were very much so dependent on knowing how many days of night, how many, excuse me, how many hours of night or how long the night would last and how long the day would last because they didn't have electricity. They didn't have central heat and central air. They didn't have, you know, um, light bulbs to plug into their lamps. They had fire and they had the sun. And so they were dependent on knowing what was going on. And because they did that for so long and they had it down to a precise science, and in many ways they were able to um, manipulate that science, it became um, knowledge amongst the priest class. And then once the priest class went renegade and went rogue and decided to start dumbing down the population, making them dependent on these magical tools such as clocks. A clock is magic. It is. You depend upon it and you count upon it um, for specific for a specific um, function, and the clocks can be changed. We just experienced uh, the time change. We just experienced spring forward. We just lost an hour. That ain't nothing but magic, y'all. How we lose the hour? Where it went to? It went nowhere. It's still there. But they said that we're going to change it, and we did, and everybody's marching to that beat. And so here we go. Solitary Witch, let's talk about Astara, also known as the Spring Equinox. The other names of Astara are Astara, Ostri, O-S-T-R-E, Min, Irag, Albin, Ilir, Pash, Kesk, and Pis, or Pis, Pisces. And yesterday was Pisces, today we are in Aries. So, of course, these are all pagan names, meaning that they typically come more so out of European traditions. I do apologize. I do not know the um, African the African way. Um, I don't even know if Africa actually if, if if the traditions in Africa have the vernal equinox because they have a whole different um, they're in a different hemisphere and they have a whole different climate. They don't have severe winters. So I really don't know, and I need to find out more about that. So this time next year, I it is my intention to have more information for you about um, African traditions, okay? Right now we're going with the pagan way because that's pretty much, again, the beat that most of us dance to. The Christians will be celebrating Easter, in the week after next, I believe it's 14 days. Let me see. What's today? Let's, let's do the math. Let me see. Pull out your pull out your, your calendar. Let's see. How many days? I know it's a precise number. Let me see. Where's my calendar? There we go. So Easter. When is Easter, y'all? The 25th? Let's see. Easter 2018. 
It's on. Oh, yeah, I forgot, y'all. This year, <laughs> this year Easter's on April Fool's Day. That's going to be, baby, the memes are going to be off the chain. Okay, so let's see. It says 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 days. 12 days until um, until Easter. Okay. 12, huh? Interesting number right there. It'd be worth doing the math to that. And in 12, what that number represents in numerology. Okay, March 20th, 21st, or 22nd, depending upon the calendar. That magical tool called the calendar. When the sun reaches one degree of Aries. So today we entered Aries. We are officially at one degree of Aries. The meaning of the word is Germanic, dawn deity meaning. The month of beginnings or the month of openings. Yes. Primary ritual focus. Fertility, sunrise ceremonies, and offerings to the goddess of spring. This holiday is about 3,000, started about 3,000 years before Jesus Christ or older. I'm going to go with much, much older. The popular mythos is the return of the goddess from the underworld. So we're thinking about Persephone and her travels through the underworld in her mythology. The astrological sign, again, one degree Aries, fire and fixed. So today we saw a lot of fire rituals, a lot of fire rituals, fire, blood. We saw some blood rituals today, too. If y'all were paying attention, primary ruler is Mars. The custom of giving eggs on Astara was known to the early Egyptians, Persians. Excuse me, let me start over. The custom of giving eggs on Astara was known to the early Egyptians, Persians, Greeks, Romans, and the Gauls. The symbol of life. The egg stands for our cosmic universe. The practice of coloring the eggs also dates back to ancient civilizations. The Persians dyed theirs red, where folks in other countries chose a variety of colors obtained by boiling the eggs with flowers or vegetables to achieve their unique coloring. From the foodstuff and symbol of new life to courtly art objects, to household decoration to focus for juvenile games, the Easter egg has traveled a very long way. So let's just take a second and think about the egg. This is a fertility day, right? It has primary ritual focus, fertility. An egg is definitely a sign of fertility, right? Not only does, does the egg carry new life, the egg is also, who carries the egg? Mama. Mama carries the egg. Who is Asara? She is a fertility goddess. So there's that other semblance of the egg. And then, of course, you think of the physical mother, and then you think of our heavenly mother, which is the womb-niverse. So let's do this invocation. Let me take a sip. Ouroboros. Tell us the beginning has no end. Alpha and Omega all reside within. 
Pisces swims beyond the veil, Aries on the rise. Mars becomes the focal point, capturing the prize. The moon slips through her mansions, dancing in the signs. Stars are fixed, yet active, the treasures of the mind. The air is filled with harmony of plant and bloom and bud. Each egg foretells the birthing of peace and joy and love. Persephone emerges as winter falls away. Mother Earth rejoices. Her daughter comes to stay. As days grow long and nights are warm, the goddess reigns supreme. Her power rises in my blood. I command all things unseen. Magic symbols, knots and cords, wand and staff and blade, earth and water, fire and air become the witch's trade. I am the ground, the sea, the sky, the breezes springtime sweet. Gods and spirits dance the round within the circle meet. I conjure thee, O leaves of spring, hyacinth and myrtle, roses, lilacs, lavender, black earth, warm and fertile. Gifts of Gaia, green man rule, my wishes come to form. Good fortune roots within my world, fairity is born. Let's talk about some magical ideas to celebrate. And so although today is Asara, um, as I said before, you get three days. For some rituals, you get up to seven. Typically, the energy uh, when it comes to heavenly bodies, depending on the body, planets like Jupiter, um, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, those planets you get about seven days because they're such powerful, huge, massive bodies. Not Neptune necessarily, but yeah. Um, however, when it comes to the closer planets, the moon, um, we get about three days where their energy is most potent. Seven days, you know, it, it starts to wane. And then about after the seventh or eighth day, then um, we're on to a whole other energy. The energy has shifted and changed. That dominant energy has shifted and changed. So we can still do this. You can do this tonight. You can do it tomorrow. Um, what's today? Tuesday, Wednesday. You can even get it in this weekend, y'all. It's a, it's a waxing moon. So definitely, you know, continue to plant your seeds. The new moon is, is waxing to the full moon. So plant your seeds tonight. If you don't have any seeds, you need to go to the store and get some. Go ahead and or pick some up off the ground. You know, go, go into nature. Go into your, your forests or your, your bayous, your, your local parks. And, um, you know, uproot some plants. <laughs> uproot some plants and bring them to your house and plant them in a pot. Or, yeah, of course, go to the store. You know, that might be a better option. And um, get some plants. What we talked about, we talked about myrtle and, and hyacinth. I might be missing out tonight. Oh, that's my mother. Hey, Mama, let me call you back. Mama, let me call you back. I'm on the I'm on my podcast. Okay. All right. Um Okay. That's the mama. Blessings. All right. So color and empower. So okay. So this is really nice. Okay, we call them Easter eggs, right? This is spelled O E S T R E. It says color and empower your Oster Easter Oyster eggs. For health, wealth, and prosperity. 
Celebrate the return of the goddess by conjuring potted plants and giving them to friends and loved ones. That's a good idea. Get you a nice little plant, rosemary or something, and um, give them, you know, bless them, conjure into them, speak life into them, and then share them with people that you care about. Mm, incorporate chocolate into your Aksar ritual. Yes, 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 yes. I'm here for that one. Review the items in your magical cabinet or box and replace what is needed. Definitely. Empower the supplies during this October ritual. October ritual. Great idea. Bless the seeds for your garden and hold your ritual at the dawn, in the morning, early dawn, do your ritual. The Astara spring equinox is solar-driven. The sun moves from the mutable, watery Pisces to the cardinal, fiery Aries. Aries is a great starter sign, but it manages to poop out along the way. Any magic done while the sun or moon is in Aries should be supplemented with other workings later on. So definitely, whatever rituals you start now, you got to make sure that you keep that fire, you kindle that fire, you keep that fire going, because every, like I just said, you know, it's got that energy, it starts, it starts, it starts. However, um, it's a starter, it's a cardinal sign. And so usually initiate things and get this started, but it takes the mutable signs or it takes the fixed signs, definitely fixed signs, to go ahead and make sure to see it through. So keep that in mind. Um, so that's that. And I also want to say a good ritual is to clean, spring cleaning. Make sure, you know, last weekend was the perfect weekend for spring cleaning. Make sure you get your spring cleaning done, top to bottom, inside out. So everything, if you didn't use it this last year, if you didn't wear it, if you didn't eat it, if you didn't play with it, if you didn't, whatever you need, whatever its intended purpose, if you did not do it this year, if it was not used for its intended purpose, or for the purpose that you gave it, let it go, let it go, let it go, so that you can make room for the new, okay? Um, I want to talk about brooms, but we'll do the save that for another day. So now we're going to go to correspondences so that we can see the energy. Let's talk about the green man. The green man is the goddess's um, comfort. Is the goddess's lover the green man? Although the green man is not a god, the green man holds a special place in pagan and Wiccan witchcraft beliefs. He is the spirit of vegetation and male fertility. He's also known as Pan in the Celtic tradition. His tree is the oak tree, the mighty oak tree. His element is earth. He is celebrated at um, Astara, and um, his issues, intentions, and powers are abundance, agriculture, cycles, depth, fertility, grounding, growth, magic, male power, rebirth, and y'all, sex and sexuality. So that is a, it's not a god per se, but he's the lover of the goddess. The green man is the lover of the goddess, and we do love that energy, and so if you want to call upon a deity or a deific being, um, so if you want that masculine energy and you don't necessarily want to work with Aries, you can work with Aries, but Aries is a planetary energy, very powerful. If you want to start a little bit uh, lower on the totem pole, something you might be able to manage, then definitely call upon the green man and um, go spend some time with that oak tree. 
Okay, let's go to the goddesses. Let's go to Astara. Ishtar. Let's see. Ishtar Astara. Okay, she is the mother goddess of fertility. Ishtar is um, a Sumerian. Um, what's the other one? Akkadian, Sumerian. Asarte, I'm sorry, y'all. Asarte, I believe, is a is Sumerian. Let me get back to you on that. I know the names. I'm not necessarily sure the cultures are coming from. Um, I believe Asarte is. I can look it up. My phone doesn't die, which I think it might, because my battery is very low. Just a second. Let me get the culture right. Let me represent her correctly. Asarte. Asarte Hmm, I wonder why it's not As much as I look up Asarte Asarte is the Hellenized form of the Middle Eastern goddess Astoreth, which is Semitic A form of Ishtar, which is also Eastern Semitic So uh, Asarte is the Hellenized form Hellenized, so that means colonized, <laughs> is the colonizer's form of Ishtar. Um, <laughs> Worship throughout the Bronze Age. Um, her name is particularly associated with the worship um, with the Canaanites and the Phoenicians. So Astarte. Um, the goddess has 10,000 names, over 10,000 names. And so Although there are many, many different goddesses, the energies um, do the energies do do um, bleed over into each other, just depending on who was ruling at that time and how their tongues pronounced the word. Mother goddess of fertility, spring, love, fate, war. She is the Assyro-Babylonian, Semitic, and Sumerian goddess. Her zodiac signs include Aries. Uh, solar system, moon, Uranus, Venus, celebrations, Asara, among others. Her season is spring. Her divine number is five. Yes, indeed. She got that witch number. Her trees are acacia, myrtle, palm, pine, and the willow tree. Her bird is the dove, beautiful black mahogany dove. Her metal is copper. Her animals are cattle, specifically the bull and the lion, and her mythical creature is the dragon. Her issues, intentions, and powers include action, aggression, assertiveness, ambition, animals, uh, fertility animals, battle and war, beginnings, challenges, cleverness, compassion, courage, death, decisions, desire, destiny, divination, fear, fertility, forgiveness, Freedom, gentleness, guardianship, guidance, harmony, healing, kindness, life, longevity, love, lust, magic, the dragon, the moon, sex, marriage, obstacles, the other world, the underworld, passion, power, pregnancy, childbirth, prophecy, protection, purification, rebirth, renewal, romance, sex, sexuality, sorrow, strength, and wishes, abundance, abundance, abundance. So call upon Ishtar. Call upon um, Ishtar for those issues. Many, many issues you can call upon Mother Ishtar Asarte. You can also call upon Isis Aset 
So right here it says um, ISIS offset celebrations include the birthday of ISIS and a star. So we will link it to the commission, uh, commission um, mythology with offset, offset and ISIS. So if you prefer not to become the Sumerian Canaanite, excuse me, Canaanite Babylonian goddess, then just hop on over there to Asar Aset. You can also call on Inanna. No, not Inanna, I'm sorry. She's more so in Uh Let's see. Okay, so there's those two. That's what I wanted to come out of. Let's see. We're talking about spring. March 21st to June 20th, a star, a celebration, um, Aries Taurus, the element is air, the tarot card are the are the um, swords, gemstones, amethyst, emerald, periodite, spinal, and crystal barrel, goddesses, Ishtar, Ostara, Venus, the gods, Hermes, Mars, animals include the bear, the deer, the goat, the opossum, Prairie dog, rabbits, raccoon, sheep, including lambs and ram, reptile, the frog, bird, crane, cock, cuckoo, duck, heron, quail. And then her issues and tensions, um, we've already talked about both of those. Okay, my phone just died. All right, so we got that. We got about 16 minutes, so let me go over here to, I believe this is the last book I wanted to consult. Sort, consult. And let's go to, let's see if our star is in here. Pretty sure she is. I think next week we will delve into Mary. How about that? Since we'll be talking about the bullets. No, not the birds. <laughs> it's Jesus' resurrection. We're still going to talk about Mary, though, y'all. Let's see. Let's go to star. Osiris O S T. O S T. Oh, maybe it's under Ishtar. In the meantime, let's talk about this wine. So, it is a red wine. Well, I'm looking for that. It's called Lacuna de la Puesta, and it is um, a Tempranillo uh, red wine from España, from Spain. I got this from my favorite market. Send me a message on Instagram, Circle Sisters 13. Send me a message on Facebook, Circle Sisters 13, if you're interested and I will tell you my favorite store to get my wine from. Not gonna tell everybody because everybody gonna be there buying up all my wine. Let's see. I S T A. Hmm. She is not in here, y'all. I wonder why. I'm not calling. Oh, here. I'm sorry. Yes, I am. Here she is. Let me see. How much you got? Ooh, not that much. Okay, I'm gonna read from her. So this wine, it is. You know, I'm, I'm I'm learning about wines and how to converse about wines. This one, it's not too dry. It has a nice, it's not sweet. However, 
Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I don't know why I'm fronting like I know how to talk about wine. I really don't. I know this is very good. Um, it's 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 it has a, a sweet aftertaste. Let me see if I can see why they call it the wine of, for the poet, the poet wine, the wine for the poet, de la poet of the poesa. Um. Well, actually, the story is it's supposed to come from. Let me read y'all the story. Well, I'll make a step of it. <laughs> um, let's see. La Cuna de la Puerta, the cradle of poetry, pays homage to local legend Gonzalo de Bercio, who penned his first verses on the local wine in the early 12th century. Our reserva was matured in American oak barrels for a period of 18 months to offer lifted notes of black fruits, figs, and vanilla. Rich fruit flavors lead to hits of spice and a smooth and long-lasting finish, characteristic of aged Roja wines, delicious with game, stews, and barbacoos. And I agree with all of that. Um, It definitely... Has a like I said a light hint of I can taste the fruit. This wine was about twenty dollars, twenty twenty two dollars. Um, not extremely expensive, well, not expensive at all actually. Um, what else? Is this a good wine? And I wish I had more words to describe it, but I don't because I don't know much about wines other than I drink them. So my wine uh, knowledge is unrefined at this point. However. Is we are we are improving upon it, and so if you have any hints or tips or wine tastings you would like a partner to accompany you, uh, which to, to which you would like accompanied to be accompanied, um, anything of that nature, y'all feel free to hit me up circle sister thirteen at gmail dot com seven one three 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 eight nine three four three. I I clean up very well. I can put on my little dress put on my heels, and we can go and sip on some wine and get cultivated in in wine. All right, lastly, Ishtar, Babylon star, the great goddess who appears in the Bible as Ashtoreth and not Asherah or Esther, the queen of heaven, Jeremiah 44, 19. She is also the great whore. Described in Revelations 17.5 as Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots. Mm, 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 they trying to do her dirty, y'all, but that's okay. Another of her titles was the goddess Har, who called herself the compassionate prostitute. Men communed with her through the sexual rites of her harlot priestesses. Babylonian scriptures called Ishtar the light of the world, leader of hosts, opener of the womb, a righteous judge, lawgiver, goddess of goddesses, bestower of strength, framer of all decrees, lady of victory, forgiver of sins, and etc., etc. Much of the liturgical flattery addressed to God in the Old Testament was plagiarized by Babylonian prayers to Ishtar. One example, who does make the green herb to spring up, mistress of mankind, who has created everything, who just guide aright all creatures, Mother Ishtar, whose power no God can approach. A prayer will I utter. May she do unto me what seems good unto her. O oh, my mistress, 
Make me to know thy deed. Establish for me a place of rest. Absolve my sins. Lift up my face. And you know what? I it, it, I just received the message that I do not need to read all of this to y'all. However, the text is the Women's Encyclopedia of Myths and Secrets. And so, you know, I implore you to go ahead and get that book so that you can finish this passage. I'm going to read a little bit more, but I'm not going to read all of it because if I give it to you, you ain't going to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to skip over a section, and we're going to skip to here. Um, the powers of the underworld bowed down before her. Excuse me. The powers of the underworld bowed down before her when she went underground to rescue her son and lover Tammuz, as her Sumerian forerunner Inanna. And I'm not had to shout on that one, y'all. Them a little Africa shout. Because <laughs> y'all know we already didn't went into our study on Inanna, and we respect her as the mother goddess. Um, as her Sumerian forerunner, Inanna rescued the same sun lover, Damuzi. She, she said to the seven gatekeepers, If thou openest not the gate so that I cannot enter, I will smash the door. I will shatter the bolt. I will smash the doorpost. I will move the doors. I will raise up the dead, eating the living, so that the dead will outnumber the living. Yes. The threat was typical of Ishtar's dark underworld twin, Erish Kigal, the death goddess, who had power to deprive the heavenly gods of their sacrificial food. Ishtar's temporary departure caused sterility and suspension of sexual activities over the whole earth. After the Lady Ishtar has descended, the bull no longer no longer bends over the she-ass, and the men no longer bend over the women in the street. The men slept in his place, and the woman slept alone. Hello. The horror. <laughs> this descent into hell was a perilous but necessary part of the sacred drama lasting three days and culminating in the day of joy when the God was restored to life. This inaugurated a new year after penitential atonement and sacrifice. It is on New Year's Day that Ishtar lies with Tammuz and the king reproduces this mythical hierogamy by consummating the ritual union with the goddess. Example, with the Heriodoli, who represents her on earth. I'm assuming that's a, um, um, like a title. Who represents her on earth in the secret chamber of the temple where the nuptial beds of the goddess stands. So y'all, they're talking about sex rights there. And it goes on to talk about Gilgamesh. Um, and, yeah. So that's Goddess Ishtar. And that is our brief reference about this day called Astara, this ritual day called Astara. And um, I want to let me check something right quick, y'all, because I want to make sure I'm not crazy. Um, So just a second. 
I want to talk about something, but I want to check to make sure it ha- that it indeed occurred today. Yeah, okay. So, this morning, I heard about a school shooting. And, you know, another school shooting in Maryland. In Maryland. And... It just made me stop and pause and just take a moment to reflect because today is it's it's a it's a ritual day. It is a high ritual day. It is the first day of spring. Today is a day for blood rituals and sex rituals. This is the time for it. And then we see this gun shooting in Maryland. And it just made me think, like, gosh, what is really going on? What is going on, y'all? Hmm. And I don't, it's so much I can say and so much I don't want to say because I don't want to be disrespectful to those who have lost their lives. And, and in the conversation, it dwindles down into, Gun, um, what is you know, gun, gun rights and gun laws and gosh, it's just politics is politics, y'all. What I will say is, continue doing the knowledge, continue doing your rituals. If you have not done, if you if you're still on the fence about goddess. Worship and goddess reverence if, if goddess worship is Too heavy for you Just start with acknowledging That there is A goddess <laughs> We have no problem acknowledging God From the day we were born If not before when we were in the room We have been given God 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 in the masculine Male form Circle Sisters 13 acknowledges God of course we do. We have no choice but to acknowledge God because that is all we have ever done. Here is a sacred space to honor the divine feminine. And when you begin to honor the divine feminine, you are linked to paganism. You are linked to nature nature worship. You are linked to earth worship, and you are linked to the rituals that go hand in hand with that. And once you begin learning about the rituals and studying the rituals and acknowledging the rituals, then it opens up a whole new world of perception. And so when you hear of school shootings, On March 20th, when the sun entered the first degree of Aries, which is a fire sign, the first blood, when you you start making these connections, it no longer becomes conspiracy. It just becomes, I don't even know what the word is. But it makes it, it, it tends to make you respect life just a little bit more. 
just a little bit more and respect the order of the earth. And it also makes you very protective and very perceptive. And I don't know. I'm just kind of just kind of talking now, but it's just so much of going, so much of going in the world, and um, it is in our best interest to search for protection and search for covering. And knowledge is one of the best coverings out there because once you know, you know places to stay away from, you know things to look out for, you know stones to carry in your pocket, <laughs> you know herbs. Uh oh, you know herbs to um carry in your pocket, you know songs to sing, you know goddesses to call upon. You know, prayers, you know, all these different acts of protection to make sure that you and yours stay in the flow. So, www.circle1513.com. Thank you for listening. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, this weekend. This weekend, this weekend, this weekend, we are going into the woods. I don't think they have um, reached 200 people yet. So if you're interested in going camping this weekend with 200 party people, 200 party people who are all for coming together for the cause of, 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 of being under the moon and under the sun and loving each other and caring about each other and just relaxing and eating good food and talking to good people. Uh, join my caravan of love, and you are welcome to uh, to join us. I will send you the link. I'll send you the information. Just hit me up on Facebook, Circle Sister 13. Excuse me, or hit me up on uh, Instagram, Circle Sister 13, or call at me on my website, www.circlesister13.com, and I will send you the information. And because we had a couple um, I had an issue at the beginning of the show, and I do not know if I was heard. I'm going to read this poem again, and we're going to tip on out. Ishtar, Inanao, he said, man, hold up, I just broke Easter. He just broke Easter, y'all. <laughs> my man, I said in my Denzel and Alonzo Harris voice, she Bible, y'all. She Esther, too. This spring heat, Esther, Estrum. See, they're storytelling. They're storytelling our rituals and our celebrations. The ram horns and the holy sack ramments. The earthworms and the beetles. Her seed, his seed, and her soil. New beginnings. Secret rituals to Mama Earth. Pagan all the way down to the symbols of eggs and sweet, sweet candy. Easter. E. Star, Ishtar, Man, hold up, Easter. That's in my book, Zora 42. Um, it was something I wanted to tell y'all. What was it? That's it, y'all. Let me find this song we're going to talk about. Until next week, be safe, be safe, be safe, and um, go hug a tree. That's what I'm going to do. Peace. Go 
that it would break me, take me off my course. Fell, picked it up, realigned with the source. Back on the horse like a diver. I'm a survivor, victor, picture perfect. Work it till it's your circuit. Think it, speak it, claim it. Secret, ancient, ancient, cadence, murder, fragrance. Ultraviolet, how I speak when I'm silent. Through my aura, borealis, aurora. It's in the bloodline, liquid sunshine, the heart. Know it and I'm doing my part. Sometimes it's switching a blink like a glitch in the link of a chain. Stay off it before I lose, I'm a forfeit. No bowing to the corporate, the devil's in the pulpit. Applaud this flawless, spit gorgeous. Justice for the lawless, that real rawness. Breaking the mint, breaking the mint, breaking the mint. 